Welcome to the Ask Me How I Know podcast, the only podcast in the multifamily niche replicating what takes place outside the walls of a seminar. This is like the lobby where honest, unscripted conversations take place and transformation happens. We'll talk about practical problem solving in the multifamily niche, as well as overcoming limiting beliefs. Thank you for joining us today and now for our featured guest. Welcome back. So glad to have you on this mindset edition of Ask Me How I Know. I'm curious, have you ever moved? Like, have you ever moved houses or long distance moves? I just want you to think about the process of moving. Oh my goodness, right? You have to like pack everything up and then you realize how much stuff you just like acquired and you're like, how did this even get here? Where did it come from? I actually noticed one time in California that I intentionally was like not buying anything and then just stuff would appear in my house. And this is like such a first world issue and it's just crazy, but it's like, you don't even have to do anything and things will appear in your house. And you're like, I don't know where it came from. You know, I got to send it off somewhere. Well, when you move, a lot of times you realize how much stuff you have and a lot of it's superfluous but you also find all these like really rare precious treasures right and those are those items that you you hold on to and you don't want to let them go and they're special maybe sentimental or maybe there's a reference source and so in my moves and I've I've moved a lot um In my moves, I've adopted some really odd moving tendencies. And so somebody recently asked me for some moving advice. And and then it got me to thinking, and I'm going to share this little story with you about moving thousands of miles away from (laughs) during the last move um, that I made. And what happened was, is that I really got tired of packing material. I'm like, I've moved a lot and I'm like, really, do I need to like pack every single plate with, with like bubble wrap or put everything in? It was just so tedious. And because I moved a lot for many years, it was just like, I just don't even want to go through the hassle of it. So I actually took like the stack of plates, right? Like grabbed all the salad plates and I just wrapped them and made them into one uniform module and then I wrapped that really tightly with the packing tape and I'm like I don't think they're gonna move around I think this is gonna be okay and moved not a chip not a scratch not a broken dish so when I made my last move guess what I even did this with the fine china (gasps) and actually the china is really is really pretty has like a daisy pattern and it was my grandmother's and in I remember using it. So it is actually something sentimental. And I don't have very many things I'm too sentimental about. So anyway, I risked it and I took the china and I made it into that uniform sack, wrapped it super tight. And guess what? It worked. It works every single time. I've had friends use this technique, right? But china is something really, really special. And I honestly can't tell you the history of like why that type of, you know, um, serviceware, I guess is what you call it, is so, so special. Um, But I do remember this. And I remember that it's like rarely used, right? You only bring it out at, you know, Thanksgiving, you bring it out at Christmas, like 
China isn't something that people use all the time. They have like this huge China hutch and they put, I don't, but a lot of people, you know, used to have like China hutches and they'd have it displayed and it looks so pretty and it just sits there and collects dust. Well, I kind of like to be a rule breaker um, when it comes to things like that, because what's the point of having something if you don't use it? So I've actually adopted this principle, this like philosophy to my life of, I have this nice thing and I love my family, right? I get to share these days here with my family and it's super, like they're awesome and they're my favorites and I have this beautiful china. I don't need to wait to pull it out. I can actually just like use that china whenever I want with these people that I love. And it's shocked people at times when I've pulled the china out and they're like, whoa, what is this? Like, so I didn't know we were coming over for something special. Like, what's the deal, Julie? <laughs> it's like, and, and it gets me to thinking, just how often are we saving the very best for some allegedly special occasion or like special moment of some sort? Like we do this, we just like, have something and we treasure it and then we wait and we say oh but I want it to last I don't want anything to happen to it I want it you know and so we put it off and then guess what time passes and we don't get to use it at all maybe it's kind of sad I can actually think of sometimes when I was a kid where it'd be like, I'd want to save like some special treat that I had, you know, an edible treat and I'd want it to last. And then I'd realize it had spoiled and I totally missed out. Such a bummer, but you know, it's worse and it's a problem in this world right now. I don't think anybody is going to disagree with me as that. We save all of our praise, all of our good words. We seem to like store them up and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll, tell them, I, I'll tell them that they look great. I'll tell them next time. I'll, t- I'll tell them they did a good job. You know, it just it needs to get a little bit better. You know, just not the right time to tell them that. Like, we save all of these good things that we want to share with people and we save them for some special moment that may or may not ever come. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense when we start to think about all the things that we go around saying that are not good, right? I mean, I think as a parent, I have to correct my children often, correct, right? I don't want to be mean to them, but I do need to to correct them and keep them, you know, learning the right ways. Um, But think about how many times, like, you have to do that. Think about how many times you might, you know, tell your partner, like, wow, hey, can you just pick up after yourself or, you know, whatever it is, because guess what? If you're living in community with people, it gets messy and there are things and they step on your toes. And guess what? Most of us end up having like, we just have this stuff come out of us. And we don't show too much in general. I'm totally generalizing. You might be a saint, 
but it usually takes a lot of practice and a lot of self-control to develop this ability to actually filter and show restraint with some of our criticism or some of our, you know, just our preferences that might be, you know, not in alignment with other persons. See, we don't hesitate to say those things, but we hesitate to say all these really great things to others. And a lot of times, we really hesitate to say those really important, positive, encouraging things to the people closest to our hearts, to the people that is like so backwards, like the people that we actually care about the very most, so often get the least amount of praise. You could kind of think about this like with volunteers. A lot of times, you know, people will volunteer for something and, and they enjoy it and maybe they come in diligently for years and they barely hear a peep about it. Instead of people saying, wow, we appreciate you so much. You're, you know, you're, you know, part of the backbone of this. Like instead of just speaking kind things, instead of speaking truth, we just take things for granted. I want to encourage you today to not treat your words like fine china. Don't save your good words for some special occasion or for some glorious moment that may or may not ever present itself. The moment you have something good to say is the moment to say it. I've been telling this to my kids recently, so apparently it's been on my mind a lot because I've been telling them, you can never say too many good things. You can never say too many good things about a person. But the moment you have something that is less than desirable, that might present somebody in a questionable way, that's a moment when we actually do need to stop and hesitate. So we have this all backwards and we have to flip this around. For, the, for everybody in this world, for your health, for everybody's health, we've got to like shift our mindset around on this. And, and, and again, just... Instead of withholding those good words and those good thoughts that you have towards those people that you come in contact with, man, speak them out, share them, be, be boisterous with that. What would the world look like then? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I hope that you take that to heart. I hope you take a moment to reflect and, you know, just evaluate and say, huh, maybe I can. And today I want to challenge you, whatever comes to your mind as you are out and about living your life, or even if you're on social media, if you're at home working from home still, or you just work from home for whatever reason, like, and you hop on to social media or in a way that you can interact with people, man, find something great to say. And when that moment, when that thought comes into your head, don't hesitate. Just let it out. Okay? I'm so excited for this. Um, Love to have you subscribe and to join me regularly on the show. And I wish you all the best because you are one choice away from finding your freedom. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Ask Me How I Know. My guests are the most humble successes, so be sure to show them your appreciation by rating this episode five stars, which sounds silly, but let's be real. Ratings, likes, and shares, they take no time at all, but make all the difference in the world, if only to boost morale. 
Also, since I don't spend time on the how and why they got into investing, be sure to check out the show notes to get to know more about today's guests, including other podcasts they've been on that has a more traditional format that will give other details about their investment journey. It'll also tell you things like the most influential person in their life and what they're reading right now, as well as how to connect with them. And please subscribe and rate Ask Me How I Know so it reaches other listeners like you. Until next time, go find your freedom.